everybody welcome to episode 20 of playstation derailed psu's best podcast ever my guess what it's also our only podcast ever um oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow i'm your host slash co-host don Oliveira, east coast editor for psu.com as usual with me today i have joseph can you finish that sentence? Hey. what what's going on who do i have today uh you, you, we have me i'm here we've got joseph fate he's a somebody somebody from psu.com who's working on his title but right now he's a marketing specialist i guess <laughs> Uh, still, uh, yeah, still marking specialist. Still, okay, good. We've also got Michael Herodence. I don't know, I never heard of him. Uh, is he new or something? Yeah, I just, I just joined. Yeah, you just transferred here from the UK, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, how, how are things over there? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> they have uh, kebabs. Kebabs, yeah. Best thing to do on a Friday night is get a greasy kebab, mate. <laughs> gross but anyways thanks for joining us on episode 20 guys um guess it's what? good to be back as well because i wasn't on the last one so I just yeah put that on there. yeah mike was pretty pissed um <laughs> tim's not on this episode because mike sent him to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> tim and i last episode and mike kind of flipped his shit it was this whole thing yeah i was flipping tables man i tell you so tim get better soon please um <laughs> Mike, yeah, Mike, Mike promised that he wouldn't smother you in his biceps anymore. Yeah, okay, but I just, the biceps was fine. I just don't know why he had to break all of his teeth. Like, breaking his <laughs> teeth was fine. But, geez, you really want the molars and stuff? Like, I was just like, all right, Mike, a little bit overboard. But anyway, um, we, have, we weren't actually able to record an episode last week. Sorry about that. Uh, we were all super busy. Um, but we're going to start this week's episode a little bit differently. Since we usually get a buildup of reader email, uh, we're just going to start this episode off with the emails. So, and I said reader, I guess I meant listener. Uh, starting from, well, I guess I'll just read a few of Alfonso's altogether. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. All right. So first question. There's a lot of rumors. Oh, sorry. By the way, <laughs> this is from uh, podcast superfan Alfonso Boxo. He's definitely one of our favorite uh, readers and listeners. He's always a great listener. Always a great emailer always a great tweeter uh what's his um joseph can you help me out with his uh twitter handle just want to give him a shout out on the show if you read like one email i can sure except i already got it so i'm faster than you uh make sure that if you want to follow a hardcore playstation gamer he's a, he's a great guy he's a good follower to have on twitter uh follow at s nova that's S-N-O-V-A 34-Z at S-N-O-V-A 34-Z he's awesome uh, he'll add you to his uh, friend list I'm sure dude loves his trophies so anyway like I was saying Alfonso says there's a lot of rumors speculating the PS Vita version of sorry that the PlayStation version of Smash Bros will be revealed <laughs> do y'all think this is a game clearly this is old these are old emails but yo Mike do you think this is a game PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale do you think it exists Nah, no chance. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> he also says the E3 conference is only five weeks away. Knowing that they will talk about games, is there anything particular, particular, particular y'all want to see, or anything you think E3 might show? I guess we could uh, save E3 uh, predictions for a little bit later, but uh, let's all just mm. give one really quickly. I predict a uh, price drop for PS3. I'd like to see Agent, but I doubt that will show up. Jesus, that's gone. That's that's over. Mm. Like, uh, Joseph. Uh, I want to see Bi- uh, Bioshock Vita. You know, I don't think that'll be there. Okay. Um, this is a fun one. He also says, over the years, Sony has given gamers incredible kick-ass PlayStation titles. And if you were stranded on an island and only were able to pick one for the rest of your life to play, what would it be? And he says it could be anything from PS1, PS2, PS3, PSP, PS Vita, or PSN games. So pick one game to be stranded on, a, on the island for the rest of your life. Oh, jeez, that is... No offense, Fonz, but that, I can't pick yeah, one. I know. Unfortunately, Mike, you've only got five seconds. Five. Resident Evil 1. Holy Jesus. Just... Uh, that one? One? <laughs> like, I didn't yeah. even accept five, because I guess five <laughs> better replayability now. But anyway, whatever. Joseph? <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to have to... God damn it. Uh, I got nothing. Kills on two. Okay. Um... Anything from PS3, PS1, PS uh, Vita, blah, blah, I pick uh, The Last of Us. Too bad. <laughs> I know that doesn't make sense. Yeah, okay, you haven't even played yet. <laughs> uh, he also says, last time I sent an email on how my Vita got corrupted, I did some research and there isn't anything you could do to fix it. Just have to wait for the blue light that's blinking to turn off the system. 
is rebuilding the database and saving all your settings and data when the light is off. Plug in the charger, the light will blink orange and off, and restoring everything, turn on your Vita. will be fine. This process takes about four to five hours. So if anybody's having the blue blinking light of death, I'm sorry, rewind the podcast and try to understand what I just said. <laughs> and that's the <laughs> um, uh, so Fonz also says there is nowhere close but August 22nd, 2011, where the first podcast for PSU, when this date comes again, y'all do a special one year anniversary podcast. If so, y'all should have Rob and Matt on the show for a little reunion. See, this is how you know Alfonso is a good listener. Uh, Damn right. That's not a bad idea, actually. I think that's we should a, do I'm something. I'm starting this email right now. I'm bookmarking this email. On August 22nd, 2011, or sorry, 2012, we'll have mm-hmm. the one year anniversary of the podcast. And yeah, we'll try to get Rob Thez um, back on. Wasn't, and, uh, wasn't Rob actually meant to be on a few weeks ago? Yeah, but then uh, he, I don't know, like some dragon flew over his house and he started. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's always weird. It's just too many dragons in the UK, man. Just yeah. ruins everything. Yeah. <laughs> So he also wants us to guess his three games. He says, back in late uh, 2011, you all did an Uncharted special podcast, which was awesome. Uh, there are particular games this year I would love for you guys to do a special podcast on. Guess which three games I'm talking about. And for each one you get correct, I will promote, retweet all members and anything related to PSU for the entire day. And y'all only meaning if you guess all three, I will promote only PSU for three days straight. So what are the three games? <laughs> he wants to know. He wants to know the three games that he thinks we should uh, we should dedicate a podcast to. So uh, I'm gonna say one of them is going to be Max Payne three. Joseph uh, um, or Mike, sorry. Uh, God of War Ascension. Okay, God of War Ascension, Max Payne three, and Joseph. Uh, Last of Us. Okay, Alfonso, you realize that if we got even two of these correct, and I'm pretty sure one of them is Max Payne three because I've seen how freaking stoked you are for that game. Uh, if if there's two of these, you have to spend two whole days. That's 48 hours, constantly retweeting whatever we say. That was the agreement. I could say anything. I could be as racist as I want, and you have to retweet it, Alfonso. So that's just the way this works. Sorry. Um, ba 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 ba. Sorry about that. I'm still uh, looking through emails. Uh, no, no. Well, while you're doing that, I'll read out one, actually. It's probably not in the right order. But, uh, yeah, he contacted me earlier this week, well, us, and he said, Mike, amazing article on Dead Space 3 reviving horror games. But in my opinion, I hope it doesn't because I really shitted my pants with the first two. <laughs> Joking, totally agree with you 100%. You were, pop- you were on point with everything you mentioned. Well, th- as I said in my email back, thanks, Bonds. Uh, yeah, um, I think Dead Space 3, you know, it should be good. Um, I do like number two, despite what I may have um, hinted at in the article. Uh, I don't, didn't dislike number two. I just thought it was very... Preface, uh, you give listeners yeah. in case they haven't checked it out. What should they be checking out on the site? Uh, yes, it's on the Flash console. It's uh, a what Dead Space 3 needs to help revive the horror genre. And it should be on the Flash console right now. Or if it's not, then just do a quick search. Uh, basically, we're just looking at the, because uh, Dead Space 3 has been announced, we're looking at the um, some of the finer points that they want to be featured in the game, like um, going back to the basics of the um, original, which is more kind of, old school kind of horror tension building compared to number two, which was great, but it was more of an, an action horror game, kind of like, you know, more epic set pieces and stuff. But I think it lost some of the um, kind of gut-wrenching horror the original had. I, I I hate using this kind of analogy, but it's like kind of like the old Resident Evils versus Resident Evil 4 in terms of what it did, as in they went to lay up the action and stuff. But yeah, cheers for the feedback, man. And um, Dead Space 3, that's coming before, uh, by March 2013, I believe. Really? That March? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, this next email is from Brett Johnson. Um, he says, I just got to say this to you guys. Your podcasts are by far the most entertaining and enjoyable podcasts for games ever. I am listening to podcast 18 or 17 since you guys skipped an episode. And wow, I love how up to update you updated you guys are on what's going on. I am referring specifically to the news of a new God of War game. I got an email in the morning on the 19th from PlayStation Blogs officially announcing Ascension. I went apeshit and immediately went to your site for more info and every other site possible. Uh, I like how he went to our site first, though, because, you know, PSU, PSU and all, we will have everything about God of War. So I am a big fan of the franchise, obviously. And I was stoked that my favorite podcast, PSU, were the first to discuss it. So what do I expect from a new God of War game? 
I have to completely agree with what Tim Noon said on the podcast. I want a deep, emotional, yet still epic gameplay showing Kratos as man, as a man that can do more than just be pissed off all the time and mm-hmm. not just a hungry power god. Uh, a power-hungry god, I guess. Judging from the cover photo released, the one where Kratos is being suspended by his arms and chains, looks like it could be heading in that direction. I have no doubt that it will be the most ambitious yet, as they're saying. But Don, if Kratos was Jesus all along, then oh my god, man! <laughs> I think Todd Pappy, the new game director for the God of War game, uh, will do an amazing job with the game since he was the last. He was the level designer for the third game and did a fantastic job bringing the environments to life. So yeah, that's my two cents on that. And you guys are awesome. Oh, and Mike, my sister is going to to be in Europe <laughs> next month, so I might visit her, and we can and you can buy me that beer you mentioned in the podcast episode thirteen, mate. <laughs> yeah, I, I replied to this. So I was very impressed he remembered that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Later, guys. Sincerely, Brett. Also, another podcast super fan. You could tell. Yeah, I mean, thank thank listening. you very much, Brett. We really appreciate your um, emails. Really, Especially really kind, everyone. really kind yeah. words, Brett. Thanks a lot for real. Yeah, cheers, um, man. Yeah, man. Uh, keep sending emails in. You sound awesome. You sound like you know what you're talking about. Um, we were definitely uh, curious to see what you think about God of War as more news uh, breaks. Um, but yeah, God of War Ascension. I don't know. Hope it's going to be good. <laughs> Hope yeah, it's everything. I've got another one from Alfonso here. A re- just a real quick one. Go for it. So sweet Arco, sweet Arco on the uh, white PS Vita, uh, which he thinks looks so gorgeous. Uh, hope America gets it soon. Yeah, uh, that was of course the announcement of the uh, crystal white PS Vita for Japan um, as as um, of today, which is Friday mm-hmm. for May. It's only been confirmed for Japan, but um, yeah, I don't see why America won't get it. I mean, I'm not too hot on this stuff, guys. Do, do um, a lot of those colors usually come to America that Japan gets or? What do we have in terms of uh, PSP colors, Joseph? We have a lot of random ones. We have like a God of War one. We have a green Metal Gear one. We yeah, have you got guys a, got a blue uh, Madden one. Yeah, we got a silver Ratchet and Clank one, a white. We had a Dar- uh, Star Wars one, right? With didn't Dark- you get a Crisis Core one as well? Mm, did we? I'm sure we did a Crisis I think so. Core. I just don't remember what color it was. So, Joseph, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, in America, we only have black PS3s, right? We don't even have any other colors for PS3s. Uh, there was that weird bundle that came out with Metal Gear Solid 4, the the gunmetal oh, gray one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't there a um? Isn't there a red PS3 coming out as well? I'm Not sure. to us. I don't think so. I think that's. I only... think that's only Europe and Japan. Wow, I can't believe it. I know it's weird, right? Uh, yeah, I think so attractive. I know this red <laughs> one's really nice. Uh, so a white PS Vita coming. I hope we get that. Has it been confirmed for our shores? It hasn't, no. That's what Alfonso was asking, though. But we're definitely, um, if we hear any fun, uh, Fons, we're definitely um, post an article up on it. You can be sure of that. Faux show. Uh, one yeah. more. Uh, Alfonso asks again, um, are there any apps you guys want to see for the PlayStation Vita? So let's do one each. Mm, I'll start. Uh, an app I'd like to see on the Vita. That isn't there already. Um I'd like an app. Mm. Yeah, um, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Okay, I'll just... I'd like an app on my Vita. Like, uh, I know Androids have an app called Unified Remote. There's a lot of apps like this. But you can control, like, uh, your computer through your phone. So let's say something's playing on Windows Media Player. Uh, You could pause it, rewind it, you know, uh, lower the volume, stuff like that. Um, I didn't have much time to think about this. But an app like that on Vita, I guess, would be pretty useful. I don't know. You guys? Um, I'm pretty limited when it comes to Vita because I don't actually own one, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, is is there? I know it was on the the PSP, and I actually I don't own a Vita either. That's why I'm even asked this question. But is there any like a uh, direct control that you can do from you like uh, control your PS3 from your Vita like you could on the PSP? Yeah, there is remote play. That's been confirmed. Like you can even play yeah. some PS3 games. I don't know if it's there yet though. I don't think. Uh, the functionality is built in, but they're working on it. Like, I know it's possible to play Killzone 3 on your Vita, uh, at least in-house at Sony, but I don't know if that's released yet, but yeah, remote play is in the pipeline. Oh, cool. Well, then I, I want that to hurry up. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> uh, better than minor mics, for fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> um... St- Fonzo again says, subject is Steve. <laughs> and he okay. says, Don, Don, I know it's tradition to read my emails in the funny voice, but next time I'd like to hear my email read by Steve. He isn't on the show long enough, and I'd like to hear his comments on my emails. We'd, um, he's actually at the office now. I'm just going to go grab him. We'll be right back. Hello, Don. Hi, Joseph. What's up, Mike? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Uh, what exactly did Alfonso say? Uh. He wants to hear um, you read an email out, I believe. Oh, an, an email of his, all right. Yeah, uh, an email of his, yeah. 
let me just pull one up here. Sure. He says, it's three times that I listen to podcast episode 19, and each time I listen, it gives gets funnier and funnier. Uh, just to preface it, that's the episode where Don and, Don and Tim recorded at like three in the morning, and they were super tired and laughing all the time. He says, good character selection for Battle Royale, but forget... To, but you got y'all forgot to mention Nathan Drake counterpart to Laura Croft. <laughs> he says Don and Tim. Y'all mentioned y'all was tired. Are you guys sure? <laughs> to me, it sounds like y'all. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Steve, can I have the mic back? Thanks. <laughs> he says to me, it sounds like y'all was drunk. Don, did you give Tim some of your crystal meth? Uh, thanks a lot for uh, telling everybody on air that I take crystal meth, uh, Alfonso. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, see, if Mike was on the podcast, <laughs> y'all would be stable and calm due to his soothing British accent. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And teetotalness, don't forget that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we weren't exactly drunk and we were not on crystal meth. Um, but yeah, we just were... Just very tired. Just super tired. Um, I think that wraps it up, though. No, there's still more. Oh. I'm just going to quick fire wow. shit. Uh, he says, what do you guys... <laughs> what's your proudest platinum trophy you achieved for a, ga- for a game? By the way, Don and Tim, you guys are platinum whores with a lot of exclamation marks. Jeez, thanks a lot calling me a whore. Well, this is the easiest answer ever. What's your most proud platinum? I never got a platinum. That should not be proud. Uh, Joseph? I've, I've got zero. Okay, you guys are, should not be proud. I've got some for you, though. I've got 45. And oh, my God. You guys can have Jesus some. Jesus Christ. Look, hey, here. Uh, when, when trophies came out, I was they were my jam. I was super into them. However, within like the past year, I totally slowed down. You can ask, like, even Fonz would notice this. Um, I kind of stopped caring. Um but the thing is, like, when it was still new and everybody was competing, I was having a lot of fun, like, competing with people. Uh, but I haven't gotten, like, a platinum trophy since, like, Arkham City or something. I don't know. Not that uh, that's too far back. But, um, yeah, I kind of stopped with that stuff. But, anyway, it's still fun. Like, it's not like I don't enjoy trophies, though. It's still a fun way to compete with your friends in a weird way. But uh, my most proud platinum, I'd have to give it to Mod Nation Racers. Wow, I bet that was pretty difficult. It was fun. Yeah, it took. It was just fun. You just had to get super involved in the community. Um, cool, man. Well, congrats. Thanks. Fonzo, Fonzo also says, next time you guys read emails, I'd like to hear my email read by Mike with his red net, redneck accent, but drunk, and Don with his Steve impersonation, drunk. Uh, I, I did one of those half. I wasn't drunk, sorry. But, like, can you grab another Alfonso email and read it in a drunk redneck accent for, oh, for Jesus Fonzo? Christ. It's going to require some vocal dexterity on my part sure i'll just uh, for you to get uh prepared i'll just read another email don and tim beside god of war and uncharted what are some good games to play that are easy enough to platinum in them uh easy platinums don tim isn't on the podcast but i'll answer for him uh first my answer i'll say an easy platinum um that's a good game i'm not gonna say shit games uh if you like old school games pick up the sega genesis collection um that's yes yes yeah that's that's an easy easy platinum uh pretty easy trophies and uh, a lot of really good games in there um and if you're not if you're a retro gamer or even if you're not it's fun to just uh pick that up and check out where we've come uh, after all. Uh, I've got an email that I'm going to attempt to read and under the parameters he discussed. <laughs> Go for it. So what does he want? Uh, a drunken redneck. Drunk rednecks. Because already okay. your redneck is pretty stereotypical. You sound pretty drunk already when you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, okay, well, I just got to get the character first. Okay, so uh, sit on my front porch. <laughs> my nice... Oh, God. Sit on my nice article on the Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City selling 1.7 million. <laughs> it only makes sense for you to write about it since you are a huge Resident Evil fan. <laughs> oh, God, my voice. <laughs> uh, Joseph, are you still there? I, I have no comment on what just happened. <laughs> um, Welcome to the round, people. Yeah, well, that we're, uh, that, that, that's how we're going to wrap up the emails. Um, I hope you like that funds, by the way. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. So, and so did uh, Joseph, as per the look on his face, I could tell. Uh, <laughs> I also, uh, Resident Evil Raccoon, Operation Raccoon City, thanks for spoiling that shit. Uh, we didn't necessarily get to that news story yet, but we'll do it soon, I guess. But spoilers, it sold too many copies. Um, now we'll get into the usual. Uh, should have had it pulled up here first. <laughs> but Mike, guess what we're yeah. going to do now? Um, it should be uh, what uh, new PlayStation releases? That's true. On a, on a feature we do weekly called This Week on PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah, there we go. Guess what came out on Tuesday? Big game. Oh, cool. Oh. Really, guys? Well, the one huge release we had for PS3 owners? Starhawk? 
Hey. Oh, Starhawk here. Yeah, sorry, my <laughs> just had a my I went brain dead. <laughs> Mike was about to say Datura. Uh, <laughs> <That's very accurate. laughs> we also had Datura go up on the PlayStation Network. Oh, by the way, we gave Starhawk an 8.5. Um, yes, Adam Dold reviewed it, gave it an 8.5. He says Starhawk gives a new life to the very generic online shooter genre by requiring careful teamwork in this build and battle combat system. Don't expect much from the single player adventure, but get ready to enjoy a truly exhilarating online experience. Uh, he liked the multiplayer. Uh, that it was unique and refreshing. The building system is fun. It requires teamwork. And he liked the ve- vehicular combat. said it was rewarding. He disliked the single-player experience because it's generally weak. He said it's not the best overall presentation. And the maps feel a little bit bland. Overall, though, still a great game. 8.5. I think it's uh, the multiplayer game that everybody's going to be playing for the rest of the year. Uh, check it out. Starhawk. That's by uh, Lightbox, isn't it? By yes. Affirmative. Yeah. Sweet. Mike also reviewed Datura, also came yes. out this week. Uh, Mike, what did you give Datura? I gave it a 7. I'm, uh, I'll just tell us what you thought really quickly. I'll pull up your review. Um, yeah, it's it's not for everyone. It's quite a, it's a very unique game. It's uh, I suppose If you're going to be really uh, pessimistic, I suppose you could say it feels like more of a, a kind of a, te- a tech demo in a way, a, sort of a concept piece for something a more ambitious kind of um, a larger game, but I really liked it. It was very different. The atmosphere is fantastic. So was the, um, the soundtrack and everything. And it's uh, it, yeah, you basically um, it's first person. It's basically a puzzle based game where you control this disembodied hand. It's a lot uh, more. I found it a lot more interesting than it sounds on paper, put it that way. Yeah. You want to crack on with the, um, Review part there, Don. Sure, about sure. Likes. Uh, you said, uh, despite being woefully short and lacking some genuinely challenging puzzles, Datura is mm. still a captivating and unique experience worth checking out. You said that you like the scrumptious visuals, the great use <laughs> of the PlayStation Move, and like yeah. you said, the superb atmosphere and score. Yeah. Uh, however, you didn't like the game's l- short length. You said the yeah. puzzles were too easy, and there were some mm. annoying slowdowns and minor hiccups. Yeah, I, there was one part where the um, the frame rate dropped to a snail's pace, and I was actually it felt like I was stuck on the environment. I just had to literally waggle waggle until I got free. But that fortunately that only happened once or twice. Yeah, but yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, like I said, it definitely isn't going to be uh, everyone's um, cup of tea. It's very kind of it's very I, I hate using this phrase, but it is very niche. Okay, okay. And I believe that uh, even though I didn't play it, was it Lingering Shadows? I think that was more of a that was kind of a niche game, wasn't it? Yeah. Was yeah, not yeah. even a game, more or less like, a, did you not take right. acid today? Okay, fine, then play this game. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair enough, yeah. But yeah, I, one thing I have noticed that, um, uh, you know, just looking around the internet, I think mine has been one of the more, shall we say, generous scores out there. Really? I think it's, yeah, I think a lot of them are in the region of sixes, but, you know, I, I just, I like, it's probably just because I haven't played anything like that before. Maybe I'm yeah. just, that's fine. Of, yeah. Um, we've also got two PS3 full games that came out on the store. Uh, Need for Speed The Run and Saints Row the Third. Do you guys have anything to say on those games before we move on? Uh, I've only I've played Saints Row 2. Uh, Saints Row uh, the Third looks very, very insane from what I've seen. <laughs> That's about what I can comment on so far. <laughs> Joseph, you've played Saints Row the Third, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's by far my favorite game of last year. Wicked. Uh, now on to news. You guys ready? Yeah, go for it, man. Uh, we're going to do news starting from beginning of the week. Shigeru Miyamoto, guess what he did? Criticized PlayStation Vita. Mm. Shigeru Miyamoto has said that although the Vita boasts some impressive horsepower, he hasn't seen enough to convince him that it's a very strong product. Quizzed by Edge as to what he thought about Sony's new handheld, the Mario and Donkey Kong creator replied, I think... It, I think I really can't say. It's obviously a very high-spec machine, (laughs) and you can do lots of things with it, but I don't really see the combination of software and hardware that really makes it a very strong product. Uh, But I can't really say, he says. I'm not looking at Vita as happy... uh, Sorry, I'm not looking at Vita as happy that it's not selling well or scared that it would sell well. I'm not looking at the Vita that way, he concluded. I don't really know what he means So what is he looking at? (laughs) Yeah, what is he looking at? I think he he just means that he's not, you know, he's not worried that it's going to sell well and he's simply not um, looking, he's, you know, if it was selling poorly, which some people perceive it is, he's not like saying, oh, great, it's doing crap. You know, he's just like, I think he's just being neutral about the whole thing, really. Meryl. Uh, (laughs) Meryl. Okay. Another uh, video game creator that has uh, something to say is Ken Levine, saying that the Bioshock movie isn't dead. But yeah. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, really, guys? Come on. You're excited for that, Joseph? Yeah. Totally. Well, okay. Tell me why. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I was a, I'm a huge fan of Bioshock. That was a, the, the the first tattoo I ever I ever got was the the, the main character in Bioshock had uh, tattoos of chain uh, three chain links on both wrists. Like I I felt that that like that was my first tattoo. Is I got those chain links on my wrists. Uh, yeah, well, I hope it, I'd like to think that they can make a good Bioshock movie, but I don't know, man. I, we don't know anything. There's been nothing said on it, so it's just it's still in the it's still in the planning stage. So oh yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah. But, you know, I have hope. Out of all the movies, I'd like to see Bioshock succeed the most because I think it deserves it. Because it is great, you know, it's a great um, series and I think they could do, you know, in the hands of the right creator, but whatever. Because just have to see. I mean, that and I, I totally have a thing for uh, horrible video game movies. Like, I I go mm-hmm. and see Resident Evil every two years when that comes out. Um, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll be seeing, um, oh, what the hell is it now? Resident Evil Revelation Sniper Edition, yeah. or God knows what it is. And speaking of Resident Evil, just to get this uh, news piece out of the way, kind of since we kind of spoke about it a little bit before, Capcom revealed that the Resident Evil Rap- Raccoon Operation City has already uh, sold almost 2 million copies worldwide. As of and March thirty first, actually, I'm pretty sure they have surpassed two million sales by now. Yeah, and then they and they proved that you can sell games on a name alone. There you go. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, I, that's not. Yeah, I'm not surprised if that. The name sells Resident Evil. Enough yeah, to, it's horrendous. <laughs> I wonder how much confusion and overlap there were there between uh, Resident Evil Six and Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. You know, this Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City was kind of coming out uh, while the internet was kind of buzzing on Resident Evil 6, those, those new trailers that had come out. So mm-hmm. I wonder, like, even if it was just a small percentage, I wonder how much confusion there was between, like, you know, the average Joe consumer that probably saw a trailer of Resident Evil 6 online and went to the store, picked up Operation Raccoon City, and was like, what the hell? I don't know. Maybe a small number, but still be... Uh, I wouldn't geez. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. You had to know, like, they had to have known that that game was bad to really start yeah. talking about 6 when that game was coming out. Like I'm not exactly Joseph. I'm not even. I'm not even joking. Like I think that was ex- like part of their strategy was to uh, blow out the six stuff when Operation Raccoon City was coming out. Like, I'm not even kidding. Um, yeah, like, I I feel the exact same way. They're yeah. like, this game is terrible. We need to get people to stop talking about it. Here's a bunch of Resident Evil six stuff. Exactly. It sold. It sold a lot. You know. I mean, you never know. Two million Sequel, copies. Maybe. Jesus. I'm, yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, uh, what didn't something happen to that studio right after? Uh, no, I don't six think so. games. No, no, not. I don't think so. I mean, they they commented on it. They were like talking about the review scores. They were saying that they were a little bit disappointed and stuff. Well, I would be too if I been working. What is it? I don't know. Yeah. Eighteen months on a game and it gets like a fifty on Metacritic. But you yeah, know, I'm also a little bit disappointed <laughs> that one of my favorite franchises has gone totally to shit. Thanks a lot, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. That's about it. Like, yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, game creators, next projects. Unlike mm-hmm. Ken Levine's next movie, who gives a shit about that? I'm not gonna even give my two cents. But anyway, um, <laughs> David Jaffe's next game going to be a shooter, rumor. Mike, you want to take care of this one? Uh, yeah, it was from a, a, a little. Oh, I've got to say this word: a chinwag <laughs> with IGN. But he was just—I think he was discussing like the first-person shooter uh, genre, and he was saying about how he also said that you know he, he felt it was getting a bit stale and everything in Modern Warfare. Not Modern, sorry, uh, Black Ops 2's trailer kind of like. Um, uh, stimulated his interest in it and gave him a new hope. And he was going on to say that they got a new. He's going uh, going through some concepts for his um, his next project, and one of them is going to be basically. I think he said something like it's going to involve a man with a gun in his hand or he something says, like that. He says there is a gun in one of the games, and you hold it. Hold it, yeah. So yeah, it's looking very. Like, I think he wants to do a shooter. Yeah, that's the gist yeah. of it, at least. He says, yeah. and all the things that I can see, sit here and passionately discuss and preach to you are absolutely things that I am thinking about doing if it doing, turns yeah. out. Uh, if it turns out the game we're thinking about getting gets made, sorry, about doing gets made, next involves a gun and a person holding a gun. Um, and on the subject of shooters, Jaffe says, I love the genre, but I feel it's it has been allowed to go a little, well, actually quite a lot stale when it comes to a moment-to-moment mechanics, talking about first-person shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, who knows? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think everyone does. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like you, you look at games that try and do something new, and they just don't sell. Like uh, Bulletstorm didn't sell. Like it didn't even sell enough to warrant a sequel, and that was, I thought, was a pretty fresh, uh, pretty fresh game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. If it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I suppose. Certainly, what's the Call of Duty? Yeah, speaking of Call of Duty, uh, the elite user base has topped 10 million subscribers, which is quite impressive. Yeah. 
since its uh, launch back in November 2011, uh, Call of Duty Elite, which is a subscription-based service that'll net you all the DLC packs for Modern Warfare 3. Well, actually, all the DLC packs for future Call of Duties down the line. Uh, right now, they're only focusing on Modern Warfare 3, though. Uh, has already, you know, topped 10 million, which is extremely, uh, extremely impressive. Um, yeah, I've got no, yeah, no comments. Not, yeah, not surprised. I mean, it's, if... if if you're the person who's going to play Call of Duty and buy all of those map packs regardless, uh, it's actually that uh, Elite kind of saves you money. So I, I, I see why it has so many subscribers. However, yeah. uh, just to clarify, only 2 million of that user base consists of premium paid members. So yeah. there's 8 million, oh, okay. of the, 8 million, 8 million uh, members using the service uh, you know, just to track their friends and track other players and see custom classes and maps and stuff. Like that, and only 2 million of them are actually still, yeah. still though, 2 million since November... For a subscription yeah. service, it's pretty good. I, I think that is. Uh, I remember looking as well. I think back in January they issued a, an update, and I think it was like the user base was seven million in January, with about one point five million be paid uh, premium members. So, and this is up to um, the end of April, I think. This so that's that's uh, you can just look at that and see how much it's jumped. I think I'm not sure about those figures. I'm sure it's somewhere around that anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I wonder how many of those paying subscribers were people who bought the collector's edition of Modern Warfare yeah. 3 because that came with a year free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah good, good point. point. Good point. Um speaking about financials, uh, guess what Sony has suffered? A big loss in financials. <laughs> Their, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fiscal year 2012 um Basically, uh, they reported that, you know, all across the board, um, the company is suffering, including their PlayStation division. Not the best news, but uh, the company has reported a $79.1 billion loss in their fiscal uh, 2012 year earnings, uh, blaming partly blaming the 2011 Thailand floods for some of the damages. Um, last year, uh, the company made $135 million profits this year. Uh, they're seeing a 2.8 billion loss compared to last year. Um, yeah, year over year. Uh, what else? What else? What else? The consumer products and services division, division, sorry, which encompasses the PlayStation brand, saw losses across the board as well. With PlayStation 3 hardware sales down by 400,000 units worldwide from the same period last year, and a dip of 1.2 and 4.1 million units has also been suffered by the PS2 and PS. Sorry, PSP and PS2 platforms, respectively. So, last year, compared to last year, the PSP has sold 1.2 million units less, and the PS2 has sold 4.1 million units less. Now, uh, two things to take away from this. One, that sucks for Sony. Two, what the hell is the PS2 do- still doing selling over 4.1 million <laughs> units last year? That's retarded. That's uh, got some legs, guys. You've got to admire it. <laughs> geez, dang, holy crap. But anyway, yeah. I guess it's falling off now pretty rapidly. But um, Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's not surprising. Plus, Peter's there now, so there's something else for people to buy. Yep. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's always going to be, they always say it was going to be a, a pretty tough job for old Kaz Harai when he takes over. Because oh, he's already, you know, he, I think he, he was promoted on April the 1st, so he, he's come on board like a, a you know, choppy seas so yeah. to speak <laughs> but it's not all bad and speaking of Kaz Harai he confirmed mm-hmm. that the PlayStation Vita has sold 1.8 million units globally as of March yes. 31st 2012 and yes. he says it's a good start a good start uh, quote unquote for its flagship console uh, a game platform like the Vita he says the software is key to success how good the software is we have to reinforce the software area in order to improve the business a uh, business sorry that's the basic line we still have a very high motivation to develop this further and there is no change and services and software must be strengthened he added of course uh in a very, yeah in a very <laughs> sexy sexy accent that kazurai has uh, and he's really good at holding things up to the camera as well yeah when he puts his two hands up and holds something and just... It's morphin' time, you know, that pose. He's really good at that. Um, yeah, so... I can make sweet love to you right now, Don. Jesus, what? <laughs> Holy hell, Same. what just happened? You said, you said it's morphin' time, and I, I happen to have a Power Rangers tattoo, so leave and me alone. Joseph is just ready to go. Uh, yep. <laughs> we we, we should have probably added this when we are talking about Call of Duty, but I forgot to mention, speaking of Modern Warfare 3, there is a PS3 Modern Warfare 3 bundle coming. Um, oh yeah. Uh, guess what? Like that helped like, move some consoles. Yeah, like six months too late, guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100 with Tim. Wasn't there an Xbox uh, bundle with Modern Warfare 3? No. Yeah, I uh, saw one of those last night. I think I, I kind of think that Xbox is ugly. Like to be honest with you, it, uh, it, it's like a weird uh, digital camo uh, type. Oh like, well, yeah. It, 
Like, I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of... Yeah, okay. no, it was. It was. It was. I thought the, the, the Halo one was way nicer oh, way back then. And then even even the R2-D2 one. Uh, the oh, yeah. Though, that, that, it's because it's, it's white and it just looks super clean. Yeah. But in, anyway. Yeah. So this is going to come out on May 25th. The PS3 bundle will include a copy of the record-setting Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 and a 320 gigabyte hard drive. Uh, the price is going to be 299 which is pretty good. Um but yeah, usually you get a PS3 for 250 bucks, and you know you buy Modern Warfare 3 for like 50 bucks, so kind of saving your money there, I guess. And you're getting a bigger hard drive. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point mm-hmm. is you're getting a bigger hard drive than the the one in the 250 dollar models. So you know, yeah. Uh, not that you I mean you have to worry about a 250 gig compared to like a 320 gig. 320 gig, you're 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 good. Trust me. You're, yeah, I don't yeah, I don't see why that's like the the pack in for these more expensive models is a bigger hard drive. That makes no sense to me. I'd like to see. Um, I would. I would prefer to see another game than a bigger hard drive. Yeah, you don't see enough of the old two game bundles anymore. Yeah, if you guys had to pick two games to bundle in with a PlayStation Three, what would it be? Right oh, now, if, if a PlayStation, if you were going to release already released games, uh, a PlayStation Three coming out next week, what two games would you bundle in? I'd bundle this... Metal Gear, Metal, uh, Metal Gear Solid Four and Uncharted Three. Okay. Uh, Resistance Three and Infamous Two. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna say Metal Gear Solid 4 only because if someone is jumping into uh, if someone's jumping into the PS3 and they haven't played the other Metal Gear uh, games, they'll be totally lost. Uh, so, but yeah, as much true. as I love, we, me and Mike and I both love Metal Gear Solid 4 greatly. I believe uh, Joseph does too, right? It's your favorite oh yeah, very much. So. Um, I think I read that somewhere. Uh, uh, I suppose I swap it for something like um, I don't know, Killzone 2 or yeah, um, another. Ex- However, yeah, or, or resistance or resistance or something. Since I would. I would. Out, sorry, what'd you say? I was say they. I think they should just go ahead and throw in because didn't they just announce the Resistance Three Triple Pack? Hmm. That'd be pretty sweet. A Resistance PS3 bundle, all three games. Although I wouldn't want Resistance to be like the showpiece title. What what I'd really want, since Starhawk just came out, I think it'd be a good idea if they came out with a Starhawk bundle that also included mm-hmm. something like uh, Little Big Planet Two. So something for the hardcore, and then something for everybody in the family or whatever. You know, yeah, Little Big Planet Two mix. Yeah. Uh, so uh, PS3 bundle next week. Starhawk, Little Big Planet Two. You've heard it here first. It's confirmed. <laughs> uh, speaking of sequels, like Little Big Planet Two, guess what got confirmed? Not that any of you know this, but Zombie Tycoon. Do you remember? Remember Zombie Tycoon? It was a mini for the yes. PSN. I did an article on it as part of that inside PS3 uh, PSN thing I did. Oh, cool, wicked! Um, I actually reviewed it as one of one of one of the first few games I reviewed uh, at PSU was a minis bundle. Uh, that's right. They they started. I remember off, that. <laughs> yeah, they started me off big. And anyway, so it was a minis <laughs> bundle, and uh, Zombie. I was I was happy to review it because Young Thor was in it, and Young Thor is a great game made by Freema Studios. Uh, Quebec-based developer. Um, so they announced that uh, one of those minis is going to be slightly, you know, bumped up, upgraded. So Zombie Type, sorry, Zombie Tycoon 2: Brain Hobbs Revenge is coming out uh, in early 30, 2013. But here's what's interesting, ladies and gentlemen: is this one is uh, developed using Unreal Engine 3, so they're uh, bumping up the graphics. Uh, it's going to be a, an action-packed RTS that uses crossplay between PS3 and PS Vita. So it's a PS Vita and PS3 title, something I find super interesting. And you're going to be able to play between both of them in multiplayer modes. So this went from a mini, like a successful mini, uh, one of the first minis actually, back in 2009, I believe. Uh, yeah, 2009. Uh, so went from a mini, upgrading to a full PSN title for the sequel, and a Vita game. Um, you'll be able to play it on both. I think that's really cool. That sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, and uh, just uh, in case you're wondering, it's a zombie RTS. You play as zombies, um, or you play as both factions. I'm not sure, but there's zombies everyone. It's super silly. It's supposed to be funny. Um, yeah. Speaking of uh, PSN games, uh, I just want a public service announcement in case you guys aren't aware. Uh, head to your PlayStations. I think it's ending on Tuesday or next week, maybe. But head to your PlayStations ASAP and download the Pixel Junk titles. All Pixel Junk titles are at a dollar a measly dollar uh, for most of them. Uh, and the ones that aren't are like half off. Um, but you can get, uh, there's a bundle for Pixel Junk Eden, Pixel Junk Racers, and Pixel Junk Monsters for $2. You can get all three of those for $2. And those are all great games. Um, totally different. So some might be a gem, some might not. But uh, I fully suggest picking this up. In fact, even though I have played all the games uh, on like different PS3s or different accounts or whatever, I bought them all on my account yesterday night just because I spent like $4 and now I have all the Pixel Junk games that I was missing. <laughs> so I have the full collection, which is nice. So, um, respect. Yeah, respect. Um, <laughs> make sure you go check those out. They're great games. Cool. Joseph, have you ever, have you ever played the Pixel Junk games? 
Um, I put a lot of time into Monster, uh, and I actually bought Eden a few days ago okay. for a dollar. And I I don't get that game. No, all. I don't like Eden. Eden is my least favorite one, to be to be honest. Uh, Eden is my least favorite one. I don't like the fact that you can get. It's fun. It's definitely fun. I like the mechanics, the swinging mechanics, and flying through leaves and stuff like that, and collecting that stuff. However. There is no bigger downer in that game. First of all, uh, I think they changed this, but in the beginning, levels were all timed. You had a timer, which was a terrible design uh, design decision. But falling down, when you're really close to the top and you fall all the way down, I just feel like throwing my controller out the window. You have to start and climb your way back up, and it's just annoying. Uh, Monsters is a hardcore RTS, though, that gets really, really quite difficult. But challenging, but still fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I always ended up playing... Because uh, I can I can never get into the game by myself, but like having friends over and doing couch co-op with monsters is oh, a yeah. ton of fun. Super fun and way way funner than single player. I agree, but it's two players can uh, basically one player can run around building stuff, collecting coins. The other one can just like stay and dance at a tower to upgrade it. It's really fun. <laughs> it's really it's fun. It's a lot <laughs> of fun. Cool, and monsters is a great game. Uh, that and uh, sorry. Racers. Racers was one of the first PSN games, I believe. It was def- it was the first Pixel Junk game, and it was kind of not so good when it came out, but now uh, they have the expansion uh, bundled into the game, which is Second Lap. And if you have, it's it, it's up, it's up to it's compatible with up to seven players. If you have like five, six people at your house one day and like a bunch of PS3 controllers, uh, throw in or just start Pixel Junk Racers. You'll have a lot of fun. You'll have a blast like instantly. It's not the best game, but anything that you're playing, like seven players, it's really fun. So it's like kind of like a slot car racing game. And there's a bunch of different game modes that'll just make you like want to yell at players. Like it's fun. It's fun. It's definitely a good party game. Uh, for an hour or two. I don't see you spending more time than that. Actually, but I, I have to hop out, guys. All right. So uh, thanks for joining us, Joseph. I guess we'll see yeah. you next episode, buddy. Have a good I guess, weekend. Uh, I, yeah. I guess I'll leave everyone with, uh, by the time we record next, I'll have a claptrap tattooed on one of my forearms. Ooh. <laughs> Pixar didn't happen. Oh, no. All right. I have your phone number. I'll send you a text. <laughs> there you go. All right. Take it easy, Joseph. Later, see guys. You, Mike. Later. Uh, Mike, I need you to comment on something. Sure. EA, that's a company. Yes, it is. <laughs> They've confirmed new Dead Space and Need for Speed. Hmm, big fucking mm. surprise. Yeah, big surprise. What's Holy Dead shit, Space? Dead Space? Did we ever talk about that maybe once or twice? Or, I no, know. I think we may have mentioned it in passing. We might have, we might have gotten wind of it. <laughs> but yeah, probably the, one of the worst kept secrets this generation next to, um, I don't know, God of War Ascension. And <laughs> you know, that's saying something because there were, in the video game industry, there are a lot of terribly kept secrets. And that yes. term gets used, you know, like every month, worst kept secret. But, but really, EA, when you step out and say, guess what? And by March of next year, you'll have a new need for speed in dead space like crickets no nope. <laughs> uh, so yeah that that's happening yeah but we haven't uh we haven't got any information proper info on it yet though have we it's just like dead space is coming it's a thing that's it yeah at least but, we know dead space is coming much unlike final fantasy versus 13 which is at <laughs> square square's e3 lineup um oh, so Square announced the games that they're bringing to uh, E3, including uh, Tomb Raider, Hitman Absolution, Sleeping Dogs, Quantum Conundrum. Didn't Quantum Conundrum come out already? No? Am I wrong? I don't think so. No, I think it's a summer release. Yeah, why would they bring it to E3 if it came out already? Yeah, it has been known to happen. Like, I think Metal Gear Solid um, 4 was at E3 2008 when it had come out a few weeks before. All right, but that's Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's Metal Gear 4. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Heroes of Ruin. Um... As for Final Fantasy versus 13, yeah, uh, ever since uh, E3, that E3 2006 where we all wanted more of it, yeah, um, yeah, no, um, no more of that. Yeah, it's, oh god, I don't know what to even comment on that game. Is is it all we? Okay, we know that it's ended full production as of September last year, 2011. But it's you know we haven't seen anything of it yet. I think they're planning to show off more this year, but they there's no release date. There's no. I think we've seen like one proper segment of gameplay and that's it. And I don't know. It's just. It's just, there's just there's nothing really nothing substantial yeah. in that game at all. I wouldn't be surprised as I was we were talking about earlier. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a a next gen title. Just I mean I don't know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Speaking of Square Enix, uh, Tetsuya Nomura says that well he he has nothing to do with Square Enix anymore, does he? Yeah, he, he what am I talking about? He's still with. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. Yeah, uh, I think I know the one you're talking about, yeah. But this guy is the main Final Fantasy dude. Yeah, he says that Kingdom Hearts should return to consoles. Uh, you want to talk about time? Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, they, they've basically been... um, 
re- releasing Kingdom Hearts games on like uh, handhelds, haven't they? Like the past, what is it, three or four years or something? Mm-hmm. And they haven't. Um, the last one, I think, because okay, offic- I haven't played these games just for the just to be official. But I I think uh, Kingdom Hearts Two was 2006 on PS2 or something like that. Mm. And um, yeah, uh, pretty much everyone, all the, all the major fans of that franchise, understandably, they want Kingdom Hearts three, and they haven't committed. They haven't committed to it before. They say, oh, you know, I think this guy is sitting Nomura or whatever his name is. I think he said he was. Oh, I'm way too busy with Final Fantasy thirteen and all of that stuff. You know, I've come back in a few years, and it's yeah. This year is the tenth um, anniversary of Kingdom Hearts, right? And um, he's only just now saying that. Um, I think it's about time it goes back. It, it will. Uh, it should come back to consoles, and I'm sure. Tons of fans are going to be happy about that because um, even, I haven't even played these games, and I, I know they're very um, they're highly respected among fans and get, um, critics alike. And um, you know, I think I think a third one would be it's an obvious choice. I think. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see to think we'd see it this generation, probably because I want to get into them. You know, it'd be great. Give me a good reason to purchase all the others and catch up. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Um, I'll just yeah, Kim. Sure, Kingdom Hearts 3, please happen. However, uh, get your story back on track, please, because they've gone off the rails. Um, All right, have they? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, Jesus. I know they've done prequels and God knows what else, because they had Birth by Sleep. Is that the PSP game? Yeah, wherein... Uh, so, in Kingdom Hearts 2, they went a little bit too crazy for my taste. Like, for, I don't know, Kingdom Hearts 2, they they brought in, like, Organization 13 and started talking about nobodies, which is... When you're somebody like Sora, you have a nobody, which is like your opposite. So you started playing as Roxas, which is Sora's nobody. But then Birth by Sleep came out after a bunch of other games that uh, explained more insane story. Birth by Sleep comes out and you're playing as Ventus or something. I don't know. Some dude that is 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 Roxas who's a nobody somebody. So you're playing <laughs> as... you're. First, you were playing as a somebody. Then you were playing as his nobody. But then I think in Birth by Sleep, you're playing as that nobody somebody. <laughs> so it's just, it's completely... Nobody somebody. Oh, Jesus, man. You're confusing me. <laughs> I might have totally butchered that. But uh, I, I I watched about two hours total of um, Birth by Sleep. I played some. That game is just, it's a good game. It's just, Jesus, that story is... Um, yeah. Last piece of news to wrap up here. Just a small tidbit. Uh, first DLC was announced for Ghost Recon Future Soldier. Um, slated for release on July 3rd. The Arctic Stripe map pack takes players to the streets of Moscow, to the far reaches of the Arctic. Blah, 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 blah. Sweet. Six of those that- weapons. $9.99 USD. Blah, blah, blah. GameStop pre-order. Blah, blah. Best Buy pre-order. Blah, blah. Don't pre-order games anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Let's fight the power. <laughs> Isn't that game out soon? Ghost Recon? Uh, yeah, should be. This month, I think, yeah. Should be, should be, should be. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, uh, Ghost Recon's coming out on, I think on, yeah, no, never mind. It's slated for release on May 22nd on PS3 and Xbox 360, and on PC it's coming out on June 12th, so yeah. Alright, so that's the same week as um, Dragon's Dogma mm-hmm. on Capcom. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Some good games this month. Mm-hmm. 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 Mike, let's talk about recent reviews. We had Starhawk yep. go up. We had Doctor go up. We already talked about that. Two games I really want to talk about uh, though are um, Sniper Elite V2. Yeah. And Prototype 2. Okay, I both? didn't review those, but <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, both were given an 8.0. Cool. Uh, sniper Elite 2. This is a game where you play as a sniper. From what I've heard. Everything, but every aspect of sniping is super cool in this game. Uh, just they go balls yeah. deep, and sniping is wicked. Everything else is just not, you know, not as cool at all. So uh, this is what we had to say about Sniper Elite Version Two. He says we say it's a tactic, sorry, a satisfying tactical shooter that takes you on a suspense. F- Field ride. Uh, we like the tense, exciting, and challenging uh, pace of the game. We like chaining together carefully placed headshots, and then watching the grisly cinematic uh, is great fun. Basically, uh, what we're talking about is you see like some type of X-ray as the bullet gets to uh, someone's body. So uh, you take yeah. all this time to place a perfect shot. The bullet flies. And, you know, does that normal like you're following the bullet's trajectory as it's going to someone, and then you see like a Mortal Kombat esque X-ray of the person as it flies through their body, like. Um, yeah see all the damage in real time yeah yeah yeah. Looks, so that looks cool and um there's also a strong level design makes for some tactical encounters we disliked however the enemy ai and that hit detection issues uh occasionally surface 
Um, so check out Sniper Elite 2. Maybe don't buy it. Maybe wait till the price goes a little bit lower. You'll, you can definitely have some fun with that one, though. However, Adam Dolge reviewed yeah. Prototype 2. This is what the one I wanted to talk about. Uh, he cool. says, Prototype 2 is all about mindless combat, flying through the air, running up buildings, and cheesy dialogue. Don't <clears> expect <throat> a deep story, but get ready for a fun ride. He liked the smooth combat, traversing the environment, and uh, stealth-consuming missions. He disliked the occasionally funky camera and targeting system, the dull story and dialogue, repetitive missions, and bosses. Now... This is what I wanted to talk about. Have you seen, have you like, have you ever like maybe sat down to Prototype 2 or maybe watched some trailers? Because I've, uh, I went to a, a preview event for Prototype 2 and it's just, there was one glaring issue with the game that just drove me nuts. And Steven even wrote an article about it. Remember Steven's article about, um, what the F bomb? Yeah. J- just swearing for no reason. Yeah. This game is full of that. Just full of that. The story is ridiculous. The story is just like super whatever. Just take it or leave it, but you most probably want to leave it. And just mm-hmm. protagonist is just swearing at any chance he gets and just like, fuck this, fuck that. Yo, fuck you, bitch. Fuck <laughs> and it's, it's annoying. It's, it's really kind of annoying, but whatever. Um, I'll play Prototype 2. It's, it's definitely a better game than the first one. However, mm. uh, has anybody ever heard of Infamous? Yeah? No? Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I uh, got anything to add, Mike, on prototype or uh, sniper? Um, I wish. Um, no, I wish I could add on prototype. It looks kind of the gameplay seems to tickle my fancy, but I don't really know enough about it to comment. I know that it's it's very gory. Am I right? It's quite yeah, and, pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, sniper. Um, yeah, that that game does look cool. Like I said, it seems to be. The, I know there's a few problems there as steven outlined in his review but i think it's one of those hardcore sniper games and that, that appeals to me in the sense that it's very um it's the complete opposite to those like call of duty bombastic um action games you know i, I like the you know the slower pace the emphasis on stealth that, that's quite appealing to me and um um I, I actually i always enjoy those segments in games like call of duty where you had to creep around and, and, and stuff so you know having a whole game based around that appeals to me um i think the first one was meant to be quite good as well that was kind of like a cult hit but it, it had quite a um a strong following so yeah i don't know if i ever get around to checking it out but i have been keeping an eye on it though so yeah it sounds cool man cool uh um, let's sorry what were you saying so i was just going to say i don't know if i mentioned this in my last podcast i think it wasn't because i wasn't on the uh, last one the one before i don't think this happened but i reviewed um house of the dead 4 as well and i just i'll be just be quick on that if you oh, like house right. of the dead and you want a quick if you like zombie like gun game then you should get this because it's great and it works brilliant with move and it's uh, co-op correct yeah it is co-op it's just classic old school rail shooting zombie action if you've played any of those games before even time crisis you know the same concept you know rail gun mm-hmm. shooting then you and you want a buddy to go through with just for like it'll take you what like 45 minutes to complete it you know how many dialogue everything but it, it's a great it's great fun Definitely okay. recommend it. And uh, how much is that? Oh God, I think it's um, oh, I think it's about nine ninety nine. Cool. The dollars for as or is it? It might be fifty nine. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Fifty nine dollars. Yeah. I, I just it's, I've looked so many prices lately, man. <laughs> it's a great game. It's either yeah. uh, it's definitely it's definitely fun to play uh, randomly with a friend. Now it's either nine ninety yeah. nine or fifty nine ninety nine. Like I said, so many different random prices in my head. Yeah. Now it's good fun, man. It's great fun. It's definitely definitely more fun with two people though. Oh, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, drunk or on crystal meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing, and then we'll wrap up here, all right? Yeah, cool. Do you want to go first? Sure thing, buddy. I've still been cool. playing. I'm at the end of Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh, um, sweet. sweet. I, well, I guess this is the end. I Yeah, it has to be the end. I uh, I collected all five Masyaf keys, and mm-hmm. um, I left that like underground city that kind of oh yeah yeah uh, i know yeah i'm not gonna say what happened but something happened and i left and now i gotta you know they were like hey we're gonna go do something to someone and i'm like oh shit no you're not let me go stop you and that's where i stop all right okay Uh, okay well i need to ask you sorry carry on am i close to the end uh yes you are close to the end yeah i was just going to ask you what you thought of the um altair sequences um because last time we talked you were just kind of getting to the first one and stuff so i just wanted I know you like them. I know you like them, and I respect you immensely, Mike. However, uh, please don't get offended. I just thought they were extremely boring. <laughs> I thought one of them, maybe one of them was fun. Uh, then the other one, I'm like walking around as an old man. Well, that's not really spoilers, I guess. But 
it's just so like oh look at me pew pew pew, pew lasers and i don't know <laughs> whatever it is. oh no yeah no mecha- no don't get me wrong mechanic you know mechanically they're not they're not really that great but i think it's just the fact that with i like the fact that altea was growing as a character sure. a bit no that more. was definitely cool yeah you're right yeah, uh, you got you got to know him a bit more that's what yeah. that's uh, i probably should have clarified that earlier yeah I mean, the first one was pretty cool because it was more, you know, he was a young man then. It was more action oriented. But yeah, the walking around stuff where you can't even climb a wall. That yeah. was just so slow paced, man. It was yeah. like, I've got to get up this hill, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. The hill is the boss fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> luckily, you only, they only make you play them for like five, ten minutes max. Yeah, each. they are very, very short. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Um, but it definitely is good if you're a fan of Altair uh, to see, you know, how he grew up and his family more well, of an insight as some, well. he, has, he goes through some serious shit that guy does you do True. feel sorry for him not not spoiling anything but you do at the end i did feel sorry for the guy mm-hmm. yeah uh i'm way more into Ezio. i've always been more into Ezio. i don't know yeah thought... Ezio is cool yeah don't give me Ezio yeah. is a badass yeah what, what do you think of him in this game man okay uh I, like i was gonna get into i think that assassin's creed revelations is save for assassin's creed one the most boring assassin's creed yet um i think two wow. and brotherhood were better um yeah, yeah i i'm not into the setting any setting really i, I just find that there wasn't as much I, I remember a few times in assassin's creed 2 and in assassin's creed brotherhood where i would come up upon a vista or something or a cliff and i just said wow like wow you sit there for ages yeah, yeah. I, I know what yes. you mean yeah it definitely constantinople definitely uh, lacks something in comparison totally. to like um rome and yeah. you know uh, uh, oh god what firenze i think yeah. it is <laughs> yeah no I, I do agree with you there man it's probably it is probably i mean you okay for anyone who doesn't know i'm a massive assassin's creed fanboy and it just took like one game to convert me seriously last year but yeah i will agree out of the Ezio trilogy revelations is I don't use this term lightly. The worst one, I think. Number, yeah. def- I think two in Brotherhood are a lot. I think Brotherhood they really hit the sweet spot. Oh yeah. And yeah, the thing that bothers me, yeah, the thing that bothers me about uh, Revelations as well, they took away a lot of the side quests because you have to, you had like in a Brotherhood you had the um like the courtesans and the the thieves and everything. You had a lot more side quests to do with those in these. I only literally found one of each one and that was it. Oh geez, okay. Yeah, so that was a yeah, but there were some cool there were some cool points in it though. Definitely. See, I did all of those. Like one of the because I play like in a really weird like completionist way, and yeah. I only did the den defense twice because before like getting the second Masyaf key or something, I had uh, all master assassins at all dens. Um, oh jeez. Yeah, that's just a weird way that I play these games since I'm so used to the Assassin's Creed games already. Um, yeah, I, I get addicted to that um, assassins management. I don't know why it's so simple, but I really dig that. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> The assassins have a lot of missions. Like you can yes. do like a mission for every of the seven assassins you can promote to max rank. Mm-hmm. But the courtesans, or sorry, the the Romanis as they're called yeah. now, and the, and the thieves and mercenaries only have one mission each. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's what Mike's talking about. So yeah, yeah, but I suppose like you said, the assassins have got a lot more missions yeah. now. What, what's cool though is that uh, they reward you for doing their their uh, their missions and stuff. The more stuff you do with them, yeah. you get like their own weapons and stuff. Uh, What's yeah, not cool? Yeah, what's yeah, not cool was... though is that they're all the the same. Uh, they have the same stats, and they are usually a small dagger. The assassins, well, I don't think it's really a spoiler, but when you when you finish the assassin side missions, you get Altair's sword, and when you finish yeah. the uh, Romanis or thieves, you get like a you know small dagger. Anyway, that's Assassin's <laughs> Creed of Relations. We uh, we liked it. Uh, I don't. I didn't think it was a particularly amazing game. Uh, it Definitely was the right point to move on to the next one, I think you could say. Yeah, and speaking yeah. of the next one, have you seen that new trailer? Yeah, the gameplay oh trailer. Oh my yes. lord. That's more or less what I saw at PAX when I came back and I'm like, yo, I am buying this game. I pre- um, oh, mate, I can tell you, I pre-ordered the um, Freedom Edition with, with like the whole 70 quid <laughs> set. That's hilarious. But uh, if you guys haven't checked out the, the Assassin's Creed 3 gameplay trailer, uh, you'll see what I mean when I said that they're actually legit really changing it up this time. Um, from running from tree to tree, it's 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 you know there's snow everywhere then there's that part where he jumps into a house and then jumps out of a house yeah the animations man they've totally been revamped it's so oh, yeah. fluid and everything oh it looks great it oh, really yeah. does look great new graphics engine See, so no none of the same yeah. assets like revelations look stale it like it just looks stale it's super brown and i don't know like i find the graphics just aren't like up to snuff with other games i've seen this year and 
whatever. Yeah, they, they were clearly, that engine was running on fumes at the time, I think. <laughs> totally, totally. Uh, I've also been playing Shank 2. Uh, last, oh, cool. time, last time I talked about the multiplayer mode, and I've started single-player mode. I'm only at the beginning, though, uh, so whatever. Uh, I'm going to be, this is super late, uh, so sorry, listeners. If you haven't seen Walking Dead review on our website, it's because we literally haven't, uh, we didn't get codes for a while. However, I'll be playing Walking Dead for review this weekend. And uh, I've got something cool to say about that, but uh, first I'll let uh, Mike uh, carry on with what he's been playing. Sure. Uh, this won't take too long because it's pretty, pretty uh, much been one game, actually. I've tidied up um, the tour, obviously, completed that. Um, I've actually been playing Mario Galaxy 2. Cool. <laughs> for the Wii, yeah. I, found I got that game for Christmas in 210 and uh, didn't get around to starting it until around a couple of weeks ago, so <laughs> that should give you an idea of my backlog. But yeah. Um, I've been a Mario fan since I was like seven. I love these games. I think I made it clear that my opinion is that Mario has transitioned well to 3D, whereas Sonic hasn't. But I think you won't find anyone who disagrees with that, (laughs) except for maybe Rob. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But um, yeah, I I love this game. It's it's weird in a sense because it's... um, it's an actual sequel, and traditionally in the 3D Mario games, you know, they've had 64 and Sunshine and then Galaxy 1, which have all been very unique in their own way, you know, with mechanically and stuff like the planets in Galaxy and the water pump in um, Sunshine. Mm, so right. this is like a, an, just an extension of um, Galaxy 1, but there's a lot of new content. You get Yoshi and everything, some new power-ups. It, it really is, it, it, it's obviously very similar, but it still feels fresh, and a lot of the, but, uh, it's just, it's just the design, the thing I love about these games, the design and everything, the levels are so diverse. I mean, you get with each like planet, you get several, um, a couple of stars to get challenges. But each time you go there, the level completely changes. So you can get so much depth out of just one stage, and there's like six worlds to go through, about five or six stages in each one. The the amount of diversity there is in the environments and the challenges, and just you know, there's it's just so much you can do. The way they design the levels to make use of all the unique power-ups, it's really really good. And honestly, it is genuinely challenging as well. I mean, okay, I found it. I did find it easy in comparison to some other games, but it was still pretty damn challenging, especially right, when you right. do, you get these things called um, uh, prankster comets, which um, are like super hard missions to do on, on existing planets, and you know they can be time attack or um, trying to defeat a boss with only one hit. So you yeah. you know you get hit once and that's it. You've got to start again, which is great. But yeah, I mean, literally, I could waffle on about this for ages, but I just say, if you know Mario, if you know Shigeru Miyamoto, you'll know what to expect. It really is genius. The graphics, the muse, the sound, everything about it is just great. It is, it is just superb. It is a great platform game. It really is brilliant. I cool love it. beans. Uh, yeah, um, I don't think. Sorry, I don't think I've been playing anything else. Um, uh, just trying to think. Uh, I do a bit of tech in six now and then, but I always say that because it's true. Uh, my, I think uh, we did a bit of. Um, Space, I've done a bit of Space Marine with my mate. Um, I don't think I've, I haven't done, started anything else yet, though. So, yeah, it's pretty much Mario Galaxy. All right, all right. Well, yeah. I guess uh, we could wrap up now. I've got something super cool for you listeners. Um, guess what? We're giving away Walking Dead full season passes. We're not just talking about episode one of Walking Dead. We're talking about full season passes for both NA North American listeners and European listeners. We know you guys are out there. We've always encouraged mm-hmm. you guys to email, but this time we're going to give you a reason to do so. So guess what? Uh, we've got codes, multiple codes uh, to give away for each, like I said, NA and EU, for The Walking Dead full season pass. That means you're, you're going to get all five episodes for free. All you've got to do is send us an email to podcast at psu.com. And you've got to tell us, A... Which weapon you'd like to use in a zombie apocalypse? So if the zombie apocalypse were to happen, what weapon would you like to be stuck with? Not that you'd have to be stuck with one, but yeah. Pick, you know, a chainsaw, handgun. Your weapon of choice. Toothbrush. Weapon of choice for a zombie yeah. apocalypse. And also... Giant dildo. Giant just dildo. Saying. You know, just saying. <laughs> B, uh, where would you go to hide out? Yeah. Your basement? <laughs> a pool? Um, or the local mall. The local mall. Where would you go? So weapon of choice and where would you go? So uh, we were keeping this easy. You know that those are, you know, everybody thinks about that stuff at one point, oh, yeah. at one time in their life for another. So that's why uh, you've probably already thought of this. Just send your answers in to podcast at PSU.com. We'll be picking winners uh, randomly. And um, yeah, we hope to send you guys code soon. So send those emails in. And with that, we'll wrap up. Uh, if you have Twitter, make sure to follow Justin. Oh, sorry, Joseph and I. <laughs> Joseph and I at uh, 
I am Don Other at D O N O T H E R, and Joseph is uh, at Aces High, A C E S H I G H 91, Aces High 91, I believe. Sorry. Uh, I yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and uh, if you have Facebook, make sure to like us on Facebook. You can just search PlayStation Universe, uh, PSU, we're there. Most important of all, though, if you like the show, make sure to rate us on iTunes and subscribe to us. Uh, but most importantly, give us a rating. Help us get up in the rankings. We've been getting a few more uh, recently, which is really cool. Uh, thanks a lot. And uh, with that, I guess we've covered all the bases, right, Mike? Yeah, we certainly have. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining me, dude. Uh, this has been episode 20. I hope you guys have enjoyed. Pleasure. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys. Later.